Tuesday, I have a wonderful gal pal, a musical, magical, just overall goddess of a gal pal. Uh, I have Miss Fizzy. Hello, welcome. Thank you for coming on. I'm so excited to have you. I don't know how I haven't had you sooner. I literally was so honored when you messaged me. Like I literally was like, finally. I'm like, I'm like, my time has come. I'm very well. You have a a new song that just came out, so I was like, there is no more perfect time for than you to come on, promote your song, talk about a little sex and dating, have a little catch up moment. So, Mm -hmm. welcome to see you next Tuesday. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Um, Let's talk about how we met first. We both work in meditation and you are a you specialize in breath work correct yes okay for those who don't know what breath work is can you describe it a little bit mm-hmm. um so pretty much it's a way to release stale stagnant emotions tension energy in your physical emotional body you're activating the parasympathetic nervous system allowing yourself to be in a mode of healing, rest, digest, recovery, and really just kind of seeing, you know, where in the body do you have trapped emotions, Mm -hmm. maybe some injuries, some tension that hasn't been dealt with. So that's really kind of like the overall, I don't know, little pitch of breath work. Mm -hmm. Um, But also it could just be a very deeply healing, cathartic experience as well. Yeah. And you like... Oh, you, like, you like lay down and like breathe in a certain pattern to where mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it like literally releases. It's like an, it's like a real thing, y'all. It's not like a, it's because like there's guided meditation, right? Where you just, yeah. you lay down and you're guided and sometimes it's through a meadow, sometimes mm-hmm. it's through your childhood trauma, like what have you. But then there's <laughs> breath work where it's like you go and put in work and you go and breathe. Like it's mm-hmm. a release. It's incredible. You'll mm-hmm. leave like shaking. Oh no. I mean, that, that was the thing. So I first, I mean, I first tried breathwork four years ago mm-hmm. and I walked in cause I was just like, I had already meditated pretty much my whole life. My mom is a chiropractor. She's always been very into like holistic wellness and healing. Yeah. Um, and you know, I really enjoyed meditating, but I was just like, what's breathwork. I'm just going to like do this. I have some open time. I literally, tripped like I went into like 10 different worlds and so like the craziest things ever I'll never forget when I opened my eyes at the end of class and knew okay my life is never going to be the same like (laughs) when I walked in here you know like I had no idea and Yeah. yeah unreal maybe it was like almost better not knowing like you were just like it was like you were like caught off guard 100% and then I just got like addicted to it I personally have not done breath work just because it never worked out scheduling wise. Uh, but people would come out of class cause I'm a front desk girl. People would come out of class and li- I, I swear to God, it was if they were floating off the ground and uh, literally all of them would be like, Oh my God, that was amazing. That was life-changing. Like people go nice. I need to do it now. Oh my God, please. Whenever you want to. Oh my God. Yes. Cause I'm always, I'm one of the meditators that likes to go somewhere to do it. It's hard for me to do it in my own space just because like, this is where I live. This is where all my energy is. Like, it's hard for me to like 
and like, yeah, I could make a corner or something, but it's, I, I miss being able to like go somewhere and like sit down and do it. And like the dark room and the oils and the sounds and the candles, like it's not you doing it. It's just you showing up, being available for it. So like, I miss that aspect of it, but I feel like I could still, you just close your eyes. It's, it's all about what's oh, like yeah. in you. Girl, if you get like a little eye cover or a little towel and then you just get like your own oils going and stuff, I mean, yes. you know, you let me know. We can mm -hmm. always do a session. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I even sometimes just like to have my window, my like slider open just to like not get the, you know, not get the shit stuck in my apartment. Yeah. Like sometimes... And that's the cool thing with breath work is you never kind of know what's going to come up. Like some people are like, oh, I'm walking into this class and I'm going to release this, whatever. And then right. halfway through it completely changes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you could be like sobbing your eyes out or laughing mm -hmm. or just having a really physical experience. So it definitely is like a natural high. Yeah, definitely. What about you meditating? Was it breath work that made you want to start to become a teacher? Mm -hmm. I, I didn't even know I was ever going to teach. Honestly, my whole life was just music. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I just got addicted to breath work and I had actually a teacher who I was going to his class all the time. He came up to me one day and just said that his mentor was teaching a level one breath work training. And I kind of thought it was weird, but he was like, I really feel called to tell you that you should do this. And I don't know why. Um, so I decided, okay, I want to learn more about, you know, the science, learn more about the breathing pattern, da, 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 da. And then I just got hooked. And six months later I did the full program. Um, and then I was certified. Yeah. So it's, and it's just been incredible and it all just kind of like fell into my lap. And that's when I think things really are meant to be when you just kind of, it just really flows so naturally. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Well, if somebody wants to take breath work from you or meditate with you, where can they find you? Um, so I have my heal your shit classes. Oh my god, um, <laughs> I love that. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so yeah. uh, so it's um yeah, we just like really get right into it, you know, no bullshit. It's awesome. Um, I have to come do it. Please. Yeah. So it's journaling um, at the beginning and then breath work and then like a little dab of sound healing at the end. Um, I always kind of like to like include the Koshi chimes and a little bit of like light singing just to kind of mm -hmm. leave you really nice and peaceful and relaxed. Yeah. Um, and then also I teach virtually for the den meditation and that is Fridays at 6 p.m. Love it. Love it. If somebody wants to, like, they haven't, like, they've heard the word manifest before, but they haven't actually, like, tried to, like, manifest, what would you tell somebody to do to manifest something? Let go of control. Oof. Mm -hmm. I felt that. <laughs> yeah, you're like, Ugh. oh, that was that. Was that, did you read? Was that for me? <laughs> Yeah, let go of control because even with manifesting, people get so like, I am manifesting this and like, I will get this and just really attach themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it comes when you least expect it. It comes when you just surrender and say, if it's in alignment with my highest and greatest good, mm -hmm. this is what's going to happen. Um, that's always what I say. I say, if it's in alignment with my highest and greatest good, you know, please bring in opportunities 
people, relationships, you know, that are so you don't necessarily manifest like one certain thing. No, I, I kind of am really, I mean, I'm a big visualizer my whole life. Like everything's mm-hmm. been very, very visual, even with music. Mm-hmm. Um, but really like I, I do it a lot with journaling and I kind of just really write down, you know, like I release control. I release this instead of being like, I will get yeah, I would like, it's like writing a Dear Santa letter. You know, I was going to say, I'd want. <laughs> and this is the most important thing too, is like, you have to think about, I mean, they say this with praying as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can't just like pray or speak to the universe just when you want something. You have to like build that relationship and just say every day, like, thank you for that lesson. Thank you for removing the people who weren't right for me instead of like always asking mm-hmm. something. Yeah. So kind of like building that gratitude, I feel like first then opens that up and to manifest, you need to make space in your life for what you want to come in. So, you know, if you do need to like cut some cords, you know, release some things. Mm-hmm. I think that is a step that you need to take before that, whatever it is can fall into your life. Damn. I just learned a lot from my own damn question. Amazing. <laughs> really taking it in. I love uh, it. Let's get into music a little bit. When did you like start with music? What made you fall in love with it? How did you get here? Okay. So it's going to be one of those little cliche answers but literally like my mom said that when I was a baby like I would just sing to myself and she Mm -hmm. thought I mean my parents kind of thought it was like fucking weird they were like is she okay (laughs) we need to take her somewhere yeah literally like a little like a little baby and like she said like people would call and they'd ask like all the time like oh do you have a bird and she's like no it's the baby like the baby sings to herself and stuff and like it's so yeah it's so weird creepy like too but I'm like whatever um really I really knew what I wanted to do since I came out the womb um yeah like literally like I started to recognize when I was young that how I could connect with people was through singing so like I was that little kid that would like run up to someone on the street and just like bust out a song and my parents would be like no 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 this <laughs> like, isn't how we do this yeah, why are you hello this? yeah like literally I remember um my mom was pregnant with my sister and for some reason I just like remember this image of her she was like really sad and so I was like I know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna put on a show so I went and put like this I called it my circus outfit on it was yeah. just like hot pink like frilly thing and um I came out and was like, da, 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 and like started singing and like doing my whole routine. And then I sprained my ankle on a soccer ball because oh, no. I like included the soccer ball as like a part of my performance and then sprained my ankle. Yeah. Um, so it's really ingrained in my memory. My first injury. Did but it cheer her up? Like, just to cheer her up. Mm-hmm. But did it? it yes. Oh, so perfect. Then it's People, worth it. I mean, I think it, the mood changed from like, whatever she was sad about to like, we got to get her to a doctor now. <laughs> to so, sprained ankle. Yeah, so the mood did change. I did something. Um, <laughs> oh my God. That yeah, reminds like, me I, of when I was like little and would just force my mom, like I would have friends over and we would just like put on shows, like mm-hmm. just singing, acting, like whatever, just sit and forcing her to watch them. Poor woman, mm-hmm. all power to her having to watch all that. Oh, I mean, I think they love it. It's like they're little kids, you know, <laughs> your face, you're like, I don't know. Yeah, my, I mean, I was, I was 
I was a full on diva. Like I demanded my parents to record me every single day. So you should see how many home videos I have. And in them, like there's clips where my dad's like, okay, time for bed. And I'm like, no father, (laughs) just you see a turn. And I'm like, one more song. And he's like, okay. One more song. Oh my (laughs) gosh. It's not even like you want to watch television. You just want to sing. That's Oh yeah. No, it's just like a billion songs. It's ridiculous. Like watching them back, but I'm still her. Yeah, I started writing when I was in fifth grade. I was 10. um, And like the boy that I liked was just like being a little dumb, dumb. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to start writing songs and emailing them to him. Um, (laughs) What every boy wants. Right? And stuff. And like my favorite, it's so funny too, because like, I haven't talked to him for like years and years, but we're like totally, obviously we're like totally cool. I didn't give a fuck after fifth grade. We were just like friends and like a billion, yeah. like a few of my friends after dated him. And, um, but I remember like, I was just so like, oh my God, like dramatic and stuff. And like the first song was literally called Celebrate Later. And it was like a super dramatic song about him, like, I don't even, it was something weird about when he like broke up with me or whatever. He was like pretending to be happy, but then he would like email me and be like, I'm sad. It was just so weird. (laughs) It was a really weird thing. And then I like wrote one and I was like, yeah, I wrote this song um, called should have predicted it. And he was like, I feel like this is about me. And I'm like, I mean, it is. I think you guessed right. I think you got it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so it it just kind of started there. And then like sixth grade, I was diagnosed um, with a blood disease. And so like music is really what carried me through that time. I wrote a Mm -hmm. bunch of songs about um, like that year, which is very much blocked out of my memory just because it was like six months of intense doctor's appointments all the right. time, blood tests, la, 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 la. That's wild. Music is really what like helped me. And it's, I mean, we're still doing it. Here we yeah. are. 27. Yeah. yeah. Um, where like, have you played? Where's your favorite place that like you've like sung to people? Um, okay. Well, there's like a few, but recently my last show before quarantine, mm-hmm. before COVID, two weeks before I was at the hotel cafe mm-hmm. and I really like that venue super cute super intimate um and like a really good spot that a lot of artists that I admire have performed at mm-hmm. so I was really grateful to be performing there but when I was 20 I got to perform at EDC Las Vegas and oh, that was sick. the craziest shit of my life yeah that's awesome tell yeah. me about that like what was that like being on a stage and seeing all those people out there Um, It was cool because we were on like the discovery stage. So I did a song with two DJs um, and then it won like their EDC contest or whatever. So then we got out there and got to perform the song. Um, So it was really cool. And I know I was 20. So for me, it was just like, oh my God, my dreams are coming true. Am I right. going to finish college? And like, yeah. of, course, of course, like right after like that summer, like all these things came crumbling down. I'm like, oh, okay. We love a good humble <laughs> check. 
Um, <laughs> but you know, it, it was a really fun experience and I'm like grateful for all the lessons that I learned from it mm-hmm. and everyone that I met through it. But also when I was 19, I performed, um, at a Sacramento Kings basketball game versus oh, Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty stoked about that. Um, cause you know, there's like 18,000 people out yeah. there. Yeah. So That's that was insane. really fun as well. That's wild. Nerve wracking but very fun. Yeah. For those of you who are wondering, people like, they say that they can sing, but then it's like, meh. This girl, like, not only are you great, but then you have the like, the it factor when you're on stage and you're also like, she's got like the adorable like style and it's just like, and it's all, it's you, I, in my bones, know that like, you'll just go up from here because you have it. Like people try to do it, but like, you've got it. So you keep going. Cause like, you'll get there. I'm going to cry once we get off the camera. Cause that was really <laughs> sweet of you to say, thank you. <laughs> I mean it. I, I haven't actually seen you live, but like I've seen videos. I've watched you on Instagram live. Like you are so talented. It's one thing to be able to record a song and sound good, but then it's another thing to be able to grab a mic and make it sound better than it sounded on the like actual recording. And that's what you do. So definitely go and check her out. Her new song is called In Your Dreams. Where can everybody go and listen to it and all of your other music as well? Yes. So you can go to Spotify. Um, My artist name is Fia Z, P-H-I-A-Z. And it's on Spotify, it's on Apple Music, iTunes, all the things, Tidal. I don't know what everyone is using. (laughs) I just feel like it's just Spotify and Apple. um, Mm -hmm. So I always just say those two. Um, So you can find me there. And I have, that should be number six. That's up. So yeah, six songs up there. Look at you. Look at you go. Oh, thanks. I love it so much. Um, and just to give everybody a little taste, how about we play just a little bit of it right now? Oh my God, I would love that. Okay, well, without further ado, here's a little bit of In Your Dreams. to music and now that we've you know gotten the very important stuff out of the way let's get into the nitty-gritty 
of dating in LA. Oof, I'm ready. <laughs> or just dating in general. Uh, you, you are you're you're now from here. You're from here. Where you no, from? I'm not from here. I'm from Sacramento. That we that yes, we talked about that before this. Um, is was dating. When did you move here? Um, I moved to LA five years ago. Um, okay, I was in Southern California seven years ago because I transferred to Chapman in Orange. Okay, um, for my last two years of college. Okay. How would, would you say that dating is different here than it is in San Francisco? Oh my God. Yeah. In what way? Um, I, I mean, honestly, okay. Well, first of all, I just feel like the boys everywhere are just weird. No offense to you guys. Um, but like in San Francisco, I feel like everyone was a bit more like artsy. It was different, like dating kind of like, cause I did my first two years at University of San Francisco, then transferred mm-hmm. to Chapman. Um, and I mean, first two years of college were just like, what the, what the fuck? Like, even <laughs> I look back on some of my choices and I'm like, oh, sweetie, what are you doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Um, and I'm totally that person where like, I'll feel bad or I used to, I'm getting really a lot better at this, but I used to like feel bad if like a guy liked me and I'd be like, Oh sure. Like I'll hang out with you and go on dates with you. And the whole time I'd be like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck. Um, it's so nice. But No, we're getting a lot better at that now. Cause we realize like that's an issue within myself. <laughs> yeah, um, let's not do that. Yeah, no, we're not about to waste my time or anyone else's. Um, that's the thing too. It's not fair to them. Mm-mm. Um, so yeah, so I've gotten really a lot better at that. I just feel like it was different being in the city, but also like USF was full of like, oh my God, if any of my friends ever listen to this. Um, yeah, you know, like I had like some crushes there, I will just say. Mm-hmm. None of them really like took a lot of action on mm. it. Like I okay. think they were very much like they, they knew and we would be like friends. I'm not really sure. Um, like I would hear things from like other people's friends and be like, Oh, so-and-so wants to like pursue something with you. And I'd be yeah. like, cool. I'm like kind of down. And then like at parties, we would just stare at each other and be like, Hey, Hey, hello. And I was up. Yeah, it was just like it was a really weird thing like and I think I also do that myself like I also like my friends know this but um like sometimes when I kind of like have a crush on someone or I'm kind of into them I think I'm being super like outward and like putting myself out there and flirty but like actually if you had a camera on me like I'm so cold and you would literally think I don't give a fuck about that guy at all and then the second they like turn the corner I'm like oh my god I'm like, got me sprung you know like oof like literally like even my mom has noticed that with me like actually like there was this boy and I remember her asking she like saw the interaction she was like that boy was so cute and he was like so interested in you and you just didn't give a fuck about him my mom and I are like super open and like yeah. very, you know I'm Greek we were like raised openly like talk about sex and whatever mm-hmm. um and she was like that boy is so cute and you just didn't give a fuck about him and I was like no mom like I'm in love with that guy and she <laughs> he was is like, my soulmate yeah and she was like Sophia like 
you literally were a bitch. And I'm like, because I didn't want him to know that I fell in love with him. Because it's a strategy. Yeah, I was just like, you can't let your guard down all the way, girlfriend. Um, But you actually can. I'm working Mm. on that. Yes. Well, but see, I need to keep my guard up more. Okay. I'll, it'll be like, you know, I'll, I'll be like, this is great. We're totally, we are going to be in a relationship. And then I let my walls down and they're like, Mm-mm, no. And I'm like, oh, all right. Well, I'm going to cry in the shower, but I'll see you next time. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a balance. I will say. Do you, are you more of like a relationship person or a dating person? Not a relationship person. Like neither. Honestly, I literally am like iconic single queen. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Do you like, do you still want to like have sex and like do that? Or is it more just like, no? Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, it sounds weird, but like, I have been really like protective over my like sexual energy as well, too, just because like, I did realize that when I would like hook up with guys that were like really in like a not good place, even if Mm -hmm. it wasn't like totally having sex all the way, like I would feel like shit for like Mm -hmm. a week. Yeah. And I knew that like, okay, this isn't mine. This isn't my energy. So like, why am I taking this on? So like, I kind of got really like, I don't know, protective over myself. Um, and just, you know, as we all should be, it's a good thing. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's just like, I feel like I've always been, you know, music has always been my first love. My like career is my thing that I want to happen the most. And men really just like haven't worked out the best for me. Maybe I haven't really given them a chance. Yeah. Um, yeah, I always say like, I refer back to when I had my heart broken in kindergarten for the mm. first time. Mm-hmm. I really think that, you know. That stuck with you. everything. What happened yeah. in kindergarten? Um. I can remember everything. I apparently had to go to one therapy session for it. My parents said, is that insane? Five years old. Can you just see me five years old being like, well, so this boy and this therapist is like, what? Yeah. Like literally my parents were like, we were so concerned. Um, I'm dying. Oh my God. The worst part is like, okay, so basically this is what happened. So my kindergarten boyfriend, Mm -hmm. five years old, Mm -hmm. His name was Josh. Um, one day it was me, Josh, and my best friend, Kimmy. Mm. And he asked Kimmy to kiss him it. through the Barbie house window. God damn it, Kimmy. And she said, yes. And I literally said, Kimmy, don't. And she kissed him. <laughs> and my world fucking spiraled after yeah. that. Because I was mm-hmm. like, I have just been cheated on mm-hmm. yeah. in front of my face. At least they didn't do it behind my back. Um, True, but also rude. So rude. Yeah. Like, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And... The worst part is like, I immediately like stormed off and I grabbed this, like, it's insane that I remember these names too, just cause it was like such a traumatizing day apparently for me. <laughs> Your this brain hit record. No, literally this kid named George, I grabbed him and literally was just like, we're going to play a game. And he's like, okay, like some dumb kid. No, no offense to George, wherever he is. Um, <laughs> George started smelling his feet. Yeah. And I, and I literally went, no, got up and left. And I was like, nope, called my parents. And I was like, you're coming to pick me up. I didn't finish the rest of the school year because I refused to go back and be with kids that acted like that. I mean, I was in, no, you need to ask my parents. Like I 
tested out of the rest of the year and my teachers were like I mean we can't like she did test out so like she's fine and I was like bye bitches like literally was just like see you never I'm so happy that I asked the most simple question of what happened in kindergarten. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You just were like, no, no, I was treated wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The worst part is that like, I think my parents made me go back for like some days just because it was like for a legality thing. Yeah. Um, So I only had to do like the amount of days or whatever. And then like, once I tested out, they were like, she's fine, whatever. The worst part is my dad said he pulled up and he saw me just bossing the entire class around. I was like, you get that for me. You get that. Like, I pretty much just decided that like, okay, well then I'm just going to like make everyone like work for me. Then at this point, if like, this is how they're going to act, then this is what they're going to do. Like, I love baby you so much. You sound like such a fucking diva and I'm like a bossy little not take no shit. Mm -mm. She knew her worth. (laughs) She knew her worth. And the worst part is that my dad is always like, when you turn seven, like a super dramatic, he was like, you like lost that like power and like sass with you. And you like started to conform. And so now I'm like, fuck that. I'm like, I'm going back to fetus Fia. And literally I'm just like, fuck everyone. I'm like, it's fine. Yeah. Oh my, my face hurts from smiling so much during that story. Oh my God. Well, at least we know why the dating does not work out for you. You just don't trust it. You never have. Mm -hmm. Are you on like Bumble or Tinder or anything like that? Um, I'm on Raya. Is that Raya? I've never even heard of that. What is that? Oh God. It's so stupid. I need to honestly get off of it. Um, it's really like, why am I on this? Um, it's like the, it's the, it's like a membership dating app that you have to be like approved. It's so dumb, but like, yeah, like I, um, I went on it just because like, that's where like most people in the music industry are on. And again, not really looking for anyone to date more, just mm-hmm. like a good connection. Yeah. Um, and I don't have a problem just like saying that I'm very yeah. like, transparent. I would never like fake date anyone. Yeah. Um, I'm going to sneeze. But yeah. <coughs> One more time. No. Oh man. Okay. Okay. That's trapped in there somewhere though. I'll come back out later. It'll come out. It'll come out. I'm like anyway what were you talking about I sneezed and all my thoughts came out with it no it's okay dating apps oh yes 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 I'm on bumble I like bumble I always talk about bumble they should fucking sponsor me I talk about them so goddamn much um I like bumble I am on bumble too I like literally just got back on after being off for like two years mm-hmm. um and I'm not really like active on there I'm just kind of like floating in the bumble world just involved so I just kind of like forget like I think because it's not like a priority per se yeah yeah I'm, yeah I'm just bored and I really miss sex girl I feel that I just haven't had sex in like and I say this on literally every podcast but I haven't had sex in like four months but I'm too afraid of Rona to go out there and get new dick. I'm like, is, is the dick worth maybe dying? So I'm like, <laughs> like no, no, it's not. No. And do so many things yourself, girl. That's my thing. Like I'm like queen. I mean, I'm just going to go for it and say, it. I'm like queen masturbator. Like literally yes. I'm just like 
honestly, like if I know how to like treat myself and stuff, like I don't really feel like wasting my time with like mm-hmm. a guy who's not going to like do it right. And I'm just, yeah. Be like, I mean, know? I'm all for a masturbation moment. However, mm-hmm. at a certain point, I just need a D, you know, I just need that like absolutely having sex with me feeling <laughs> like just that, you know, just like the, the clapping, the whole, the whole thing, just All the balls, the, sound for this. <laughs> the sounds, the like, am I skinny? Am I fat? Just the whole thing. I want it. I want the anxiety. I want all of it. I just, the anxiety. just like the after, like, did I do anything embarrassing? Did I look good? Were my double chins out? Did my Ooh, boobs make slapping noises? Good. You know, just like normal stuff. Yeah. 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 Honestly, like, um, I had, oh, I'm trying not to talk about him <laughs> because we're done and he's blocked on everything. Okay. Um, but literally like I had this guy that like, we had known each other for, um, <laughs> seven years mm-hmm. and like ridiculous. Um, and we hadn't seen each other for like probably two years. And I met him like when I went to Chapman and oh my god this is like so bad but I'm gonna say it but basically I saw him at a party and he looked exactly like my crush at USF so I like walked straight up to this guy and I was just like I need to know you because you look like an exact replica of the guy that I can't have that's at the other school Mm -hmm. so I was like you Mm -hmm. um and Yeah, it didn't work out because he just is like an Aquarius and will never commit for his entire life. But I wish him, well, I think he's a nice person. Um, But honestly, like that kind of was just like a relationship over like the phone. We never like actually were together or anything, um, which was a blessing. Mm -hmm. But it was just something just like when I was bored and I needed like a little bit of external validation. Yeah. Got it. Good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Moving on. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm working on not needing external validation. Yeah. How does one work on that? I feel like all girls could maybe use a tip or two on that. Mm-hmm. Or I uh-huh. fucking can. Not that I'm speaking for all girls, but <laughs> if you have the issue and I have the issue, maybe we all do. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a goddamn daily struggle. Like, yeah. <laughs> like the guy that I'm like totally like crushing on now. I'm like, hello. I'm trying not to need external validation from you, but like, I want a little something, something. Right. But honestly, I feel like I just like have to give it to myself. Like, I always, you know, have to then like look in the mirror or some shit and do like mirror work, um, inner child work, because I really do feel like whenever I need that external validation, it sadly does go back to like that moment in kindergarten mm-hmm. where I like, I know it's so dumb now, it's but it's not I really though. Like, but I, you know how like our first seven years shape us the most. Mm-hmm. And I feel like because that happened when I was five, then I really like took that in as like, oh my God, like I'm not pretty enough or like I'm not good enough because he like wanted to be with me. But then he also just like wanted to also have my best friend at the same time. He yeah. be out there having all the threesomes in the world, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> whoever you are, Josh, um, <laughs> hope you're doing well. Um, but yeah, I mean like, So I think it really goes back to that. So I literally have to like go back to my inner child and be like, what do you need to hear? Like you are loved, like you're beautiful, like you're a fucking rock star. And like, let's be honest, like a lot of these guys too, like 
I mean, I just feel like they have no idea even that like you need that or you feel that way too. Um, Cause there's some guys that will like give me external validation, but they're fucking creeps. Yeah. So like, I don't want it from you. You don't exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mm-hmm. want it from like the sweet little, like shy, quiet boy. Who, yeah. Or like someone you're interested in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's always, I feel like it's always the ones that I'm not interested in, but and oh. then like they're the ones that I'm most obsessed with. And I'm like, if I just do what they're doing, maybe they'll be obsessed with me. And then I get the creepiest messages from guys being like, I don't understand how guys aren't obsessed with you. I would be like, okay, (laughs) sir, can you just put your dick away? Like, or the messages that I get of like, God, I listened to your last episode and I was rock hard at work. And I'm like, sir, sir, (laughs) sir. Glad to know I still got it, but (laughs) Well, thank you, but also, no. Please chill. This is not what this is for. This is not, no, okay. Yeah. Uh, Even, so the the guy, if you want me to talk about, like, in your dreams, like, even because it kind of relates to, like, dating in LA, well, that's mm -hmm. what the whole song is about. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, literally, like, this dude, my God, he will never, he shall forever remain nameless because it's never going to be worth it. Yeah. But he was this like trust fund kid that I was like, no, 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 no. Like not shitting on trust fund kids, but like, you could just tell that he was extremely spoiled. Yeah. Very just like trying to be influencer, whatever, Mm -hmm. which, you know, like, I don't know if people ever look at my shit and think that that's their own projection, but like, that's not who I am at all. Right. Um, but he was super like into that mm-hmm. and he came to a breathwork class of mine and that's how I met him. And then we also matched on Raya. And for like three months, he was like trying to get me to go out with him. And so I finally just was like, fuck it. If he's trying this hard, maybe like, maybe you should. Something. And I'm just being a bitch. No, my intuition was right. Um, I... <laughs> It was a nightmare. Like he, I've never ended a date early. And that was the first time mm-hmm. I went home because I, again, respect myself. And what happened? Why was it so bad? Okay. Well, he's never going to listen to this. So I'm just going to let it go. Um, yeah, absolutely. Let it go. So he was like, I don't even think this dude works just because he has so much money and he's like this, whatever, rich kid. And basically whatever I went over and he was like, Oh, I normally always go to like Chateau Marmont or like, you know, Beverly Hills hotel, like da da da, which he does. Cause I would always see that on his Instagram, like every single day, right. like for breakfast, he's like, let me just go to Chateau Marmont. And I'm like, me too. Like what the fuck, you know? Yeah. Like it's not necessary. Yeah. But for a moment I was like, I'm interested. Um, no. So with me, he decides I want to do something wild. And I'm like, why do I get the wild? Like, why do I not just get like the normal shit? Date, like, yeah. Really nice that I can't afford to go to. Um, and he was like, Oh, like, let's just go to like, let's start off and like get some drinks at Saddle Ranch. Then we can like maybe go to Sunset Tower, maybe go see like a comedy show, maybe do da da da. But like, let's start out here. And you know how Saddle Ranch is like randomly like popping again because of all yeah. the like youtubers and whatever the fuck people mm-hmm. are going there i mean good for them still not really a fan of it but i was like okay guess i'll go here all right so this guy was canadian mm-hmm. let me just say mm-hmm. and 
we have our drinks and then he's like all right let's go somewhere else now he gets his money out to pay and he's like oh like this is like so awkward but normally I have tabs at all of the places that I eat at so I didn't bring my wallet and he's like but I have one card but it's Canadian so we asked the guy like can I pay with my Canadian credit card and the guy's like no and it doesn't go through he gets pissed off so then he goes to his apartment and I'm seated still at Saddle Ranch alone at the representation of the party now at least he didn't like make you pay he probably had too much yeah. pride to let yeah, you pay yeah. though well, I, I was like i'm refusing like this is ridiculous yeah wait though then he comes back and he has a wallet full of only canadian credit cards and canadian cash um and he literally says to the guy like i'll give you a hundred dollars canadian cash that's like double the amount that i'm actually going to be paying and the guy was like no i can't take that yeah i legally cannot accept this and he's like getting pissed at them and just being like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like I'm offering them more money. And I'm like, no, no, you are being an asshole because yeah. they're doing their jobs. And right. You are stupid. Yeah. You think that because you have more money that they should just do what you want. No, exactly. That's what it was. So it was a huge turnoff. Like literally I'm texting my friends. Like this is, he's so spoiled. This is a nightmare. Like, oh my God. Um, and so then he's like, okay, well I have to drive. I have to go get my car now and drive to my brother's to go get American money. So again, I'm seated again at Saddle Ranch by myself while he goes back to his apartment, gets his car, drives to his brother's on the other like side of West Hollywood. And I'm just seated there and everyone has watched what's going on is like, baby girl, like, why are you with Why didn't you leave? I should oh, have well, well but just, then i guess like you're that's like leaving on the drinks like the money yeah exactly and i didn't want them to think that like i wanted to like exactly like i want these you know people to get paid so i'm right. just like i'm gonna wait it out wait it out yeah and um yeah like everyone was just looking at me like i was like just the saddest little thing and i'm like what up y'all um, don't worry, I'm dumbing his ass. In Saddle Ranch. Yeah, in fucking Saddle Ranch. Like, are you kidding me? Not even like Chateau Marmont. Like, are you kidding? I'm like, literally, I'm like, really? But yeah. also, question. Yes. If you always have tabs open at places, you eventually have to pay said to tab. I agree. So with what Canadian bullshit are you paying those tabs with? No, I, I agree. And I was like, Asking the same questions to myself. I'm not okay. really sure because I just okay. stick around to figure that out. Long All right. Enough. All right. So he goes uh, to the brothers. You're yeah, chilling. goes to the brothers. Meanwhile, then like this group of guys who I know like come in and I'm like, this is so embarrassing. They're like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, oh, I'm on the worst date of my life. And I'm like, hey guys, what's good? And then he finally gets back like 30 minutes later. Yeah. And he's such an asshole to like the bartender and the manager. Like it was just so unattractive. It was gross. And then sees me talking to the other guys and gets like fuming livid. And I'm like, wait, I like know these people. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, let's go. And then we get into his car and I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm going to go home. And he was so fucking pissed I'll never forget. He like peeled out of the saddle ranch parking lot. <laughs> and yeah, it's just, it's I just, I can't get over that. This was all at saddle ranch and we which 
I weirdly went to like every Tuesday night for almost a year, <laughs> like recent, like not long ago. Okay. I, I like feel like this was a Tuesday night or like a Wednesday. It was just because like- it's karaoke night on those nights. Those are the most fun nights to go. And it, it like, I won't lie. I love a saddle ranch moment because it's all people my age. We all, we're all doing the same fucking shit. And I like the bartenders there. I don't know. I enjoy Saddle Ranch. It's a weird, the weirdest thing now though is that they're open in the parking lot and all the YouTubers are there. Like fucking Tana and David are all there just like in the parking lot of Saddle Ranch. It's so bizarre. I mean, good for them if they love it. That's all I want. They gotta get that Saddle Ranch so bad they're drinking in the parking lot. (laughs) I I did go go out to get Chinese food and eat it in the parking lot with my sister. So same thing well there you go yeah it was I, very safe though I didn't feel like it was everything was in styrofoam it was as if we got takeout and then just ate it outside the place because I haven't actually gone to like a like a restaurant with with like utensils and a server because mm-hmm. for some reason I feel bad for the server even though the server probably really wants to make money and get a tip so it's like this whole like, but then I feel like is me going out and doing this being selfish and I'm not, a, I, it's so many, I'm like, I don't know what, I'll stay inside. No, I, I like just started going like to restaurants, but I've literally been to like out like three times. Mm-hmm. So like literally other than that, I'm still just like getting my own shit yeah. um, or like ordering to go, but I've only like sat at a restaurant probably three times I'm just like nervous about the utensils and the wine glasses or like the drink like because like I'm sure that you put it into some steamer thing and it steams it out or whatever but let's say it's hand wash and your hot water isn't working and you don't clean them right I don't know what y'all are doing back there I don't know yeah I um I always ask for a straw with like the drinking glass I try to just like stick to my straws and then ask for plastic utensils Huh? You could ask for plastic, like to go utensils. Yeah, you can. It's just like, though. God, it's so hard on the environment. Like, COVID is just. Oh, like- yes, that's true. <laughs> Shit. I know. My, my lame ass didn't even think of that. It's okay. Here I am, just like, I'll take some plastic utensils. No, I feel like that's what I'm really scared about is. Oh, and these masks, like, people just take them off and don't put the. Here's my thing. Like, one, get a reusable mask, you exactly. asshole. Like, you don't need to be using all of this. And two, if you're not going to use a reusable mask, their trash cans are not hard to find. Also, you probably have a pocket or a purse or something that you can put it into until you find a trash can. I don't know why you think that you are better than the planet that we're living on, that you can just throw something onto the ground. If you accidentally drop something and it blows away and you can't get to it in time, I understand. But if you are just spitting your gum out and throwing your mask away and taking a condom off in the street and putting it in the gutter, you're a problem and stop. But especially with these damn masks. I love that rant. That <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, it really is. Like, I, I, I don't know. And even like, I mean, dating with COVID, like, is just like, I, I, I haven't, haven't done, done it. it. I haven't done it. I mean, there's been like, again, I don't think he's going to listen to this, so I don't really care, but there's this guy, whatever that he already knows this. Um, but like, I had a crush on him, like when I was, um, like a freshman 
mm-hmm. in college. And because I don't think he'll listen to this, I think I'm okay saying it. Um, but but also, we're not using any names. It's fine, except for Josh in kindergarten, but he hardly right. counts. <laughs> huh? Except for Josh in kindergarten, but he hardly counts. Yeah, no idea where he is. Again, wishing him well. All um, the best. Yeah, I hope he's married and having all the threesomes in the world. Um, uh, Josh broke my heart, too. So something about a Josh. They just, I hate J names. I really do. Mm, I feel you on that. But anyway, continue. Um, but no, so basically like I, I've known him for a while. Like we've been friends for a while. Um, and I just think he's like a really sweet person. And we like, we're texting kind of like back in the spring for a little bit, nothing happened. Then kind of like, again, a little bit throughout the summer and then saw him, um, at the beginning of August before I went home mm-hmm. I had a really good time. But again, it is just kind of weird, like walking around with a mask. And then like, we went to the beach and like, we're still like seated a good enough distance, which girl, I don't even care because like, I kind of low key love a mask Yeah, because it hides like the spots that I'm like the most insecure about. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is fantastic. Like no mask, breath, no, mask, no double chin. No, literally. I'm just like, we love a mask, mm-hmm. especially getting the cute little print. I just got this like cow print one. I love so it. Cute. So, so cute. So cute. So yeah, like that was weird. And then I saw him another time and like we went to um, like a restaurant and ate outside. So that was fine. But it definitely is like a kind of weird thing just being like, okay, just making sure like you're not like around a shit ton of people, right? Or like you're not like, you know. And it's like, and it's hard because they could easily lie. Just like, it's the same thing about asking about like sex. Like, are you having a lot of sex? Like they can easily lie just because they still want to see you. And because I have fucking trust issues, I'm like, well, they're lying to me. Um, and so I, I don't know, but then it's, I have friends that have literally gone out and had tons of random sex and been completely fine. It's so hard. I mean, I feel like you just like, honestly, and like testing is not a big deal. Like, you know, like, COVID testing, I feel like a lot of people in LA are like pretty good at getting like regular like tests. I've done. gotten tons of tests. Yeah. I feel like it's like a, a thing that like mm-hmm. isn't a big deal. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that helps a lot as well. But it definitely is weird. Like I very much feel like I am like just making sure you're not like wild and out there and doing your thing, which like yeah. again, they totally could be. Right. I'm always the person that's like, maybe they're just busy yeah because um, that's me like I'm never one I'm not like I mean I respect like my friends and everyone who does do this and I feel like I was like this in high school like I had like five guys on deck and I'd be yeah. like texting whatever and now like I really don't like maybe I feel there's, like, like another, there's like feel another like- person who is like been like kind of trying to get in but I'm not entirely sure what his like intentions are and like he'll give me a little bit more like external validation but then Mm -hmm. those boys are also kind of like it's kind of worrisome because I'm like you could also be doing that to like 20 other girls exactly so again just like I'm just like flowing with it who knows everyone is weird everyone's going through like their own things right now it's kind of like the people that are like expecting to like get locked down in relationships or something during this time I mean, good for them. But at the same time, I'm like, how? Everyone's going, like, having their own inner turmoil while the world is just up in flames. Yeah. So for me, I'm like, I don't even know if, like, I would want to, like, let's say fucking Harry Styles came to me tomorrow and said, like, 
you know, oh, like he wanted to be in a relationship with me. Um, like literally I would be like, oh, like I am honored, sir, Harry. Um, but like, I just really feel like with everything going on, like my moods have been so like up yeah. and down and yeah. just like everything with like this election. So I'm like, yo. The last guy that I dated said that. He was like, I, and it, but ugh, the thing that pissed me off in the beginning was that he was all for it. Mm-hmm. He was like, let's just date. Let's just, let's, it's just us. Like, this is great. I like you so much, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. But then it wasn't anymore. Fuck. I forgot my point. My stoner ass. It's, it's gone. Okay. No, you got it. You got it. Wait, wait, wait. What were you talking about? Um, that like, it's hard for anyone to kind of get into a solidified relationship. There it is. Okay. So then all of a sudden he was like, it's just like with the pandemic, like I need to find a new normal. I can't really like be in a relationship like this, this and that, blah, 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 blah. And then he ended up dumping me this, this and that. I mean, is he already dating somebody else? Yeah, absolutely. So, so it's like, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know if I buy his bullshit though. I think it's, I think it's certain people. It's not everyone. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say that. Yeah. I'm like, I'll say that. Um, but at the same time, like, I don't know. Then it's kind of like, you got, you got to know, like, okay, then I guess this person really wasn't right for me. Like, even if you oh, no. wanted it so bad, like I'm, I'm all set. To, yeah. Like I'm trying to bullet. I know it's like, exactly. Like I'm trying really hard to look at it this way because like, I am kind of unsure with like, you know, like two people. I'm like, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't really like harp on it and get worried about it just because like, I know whatever will work will work and it'll flow. But at the same time, like I'm not where I would like to be at in my career. And I'm trying to appreciate where I'm at in the present moment. I'm mm-hmm. getting better at that. But that kind of, for me right now, I need that to be my main focus. Yeah. Maybe in a month after the election, when our world is just going at it, then maybe I'll be like, you know what? I would like a little like cuddle buddy right now to comfort me because who knows? We could all be wiped in a day. Um, (laughs) Right. You know, like that, that I feel like, and I feel like during the winter, you know, it's like cuffing season, like it gets a little more, but like, I don't know. I just feel like right now, so many people are, I feel like especially our ages as well, because of this pandemic, we're not entirely maybe where we want to be at. Oh no. Yeah. I mean, I'm really like boy crazy. Like I'm very like, you know, find my person, this, this, and that yada, yada, yada. If I forget what I'm saying one more time, it's gone (laughs) again. It is just gone out of my fucking head. You got this. What, what were you saying? It'll come back to me once I hear what you said. Um, I was saying like in the pandemic, we're not, some of us don't, aren't where we want to be at. I have realized, good Lord, my stoner brain. I have realized that I might not even be in a place where I am in a place to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, my life is a fucking mess right now. Like I'm a disaster. So why on earth? Would I just invite somebody into that? But my thing is, is that once I, like, even if I'm saying like, you know, let's just take it casual. Let's see where this goes. Let's see what happens. It's very difficult for me to just continue doing that. Because if I hang out with somebody and I like their vibes and we get along well, let's say we have great sex and it's a lot of fun. 
I'm going to start to like you whether or not my life is a fucking shit show. Yeah. So I feel like it's the, it's like me realizing like maybe I should just like cool it on all guys and just like take a moment on myself and just like really like try to like figure everything out. Cause like, why would I, why would I bring in something that I'm not ready necessarily? Like, not that I'm not ready for it, but like, I'm not the best version of myself right now. Hmm. What you just said. I mean, that's the thing is like, I always try to look at like, cause I am aware that me, I'm very independent as mm-hmm. I think like, you know, now, like yeah. I'm extremely independent. Um, I've never really like needed a relationship, but I do also think that that is like a defense mechanism. Absolutely. Because like I'm good on my own. Like I know what I'm doing, blah, 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 which is great. But at the same time, like girly, you need to like open up your heart space at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really working on that, but I'm working on like opening up my heart space really like for myself first just because then I feel like it does attract the right people. Because that's yeah. that is literally my problem. And I didn't understand because I was like, but I'm putting myself out there. And it seemed like my picker was off because I was getting the same result from every fucking guy, but going at it from different, like, you know, like not being clingy with this guy or like being the cool girl with, the, you know what I mean? Like trying, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter if I'm not... My third eye just open. <laughs> oh, we're here it is. Into the other portal, the other dimensions. <laughs> um, the questions that I always ask my podcast guests, and I'm realizing I have fucking forgot about this for like months of episodes. I think so. Sorry that I forgot about this, guys. I don't. I literally I forgot that I used to do this at the end of every fucking episode. Uh it's two questions. The first one being, if you could tell your younger self anything, what would you tell her? And I'm sure you have something to tell your younger self. I have so many things to say. <laughs> um, you're a goddamn rock star. I'm trying to be you. Um, yes. yes. <laughs> no, but really, um, don't, this is big for me right now. Um, I would say to focus on where I'm getting love from. So the people who are there for me, the people who are like, you know, outwardly supporting me, like really want to see me do well. Um, and like, you can tell from like the bottom of their heart and just their energy. Um, even anyone like, you know, anyone who has been there for me and really isn't, you know, instead of like being like criticizing and it's more of just like this loving, supportive, like amazing. You're still following your dream, blah, blah, blah. I would say to focus on the love rather than where love is not Mm -hmm. because I do tend to look at the people who aren't saying anything and ask like, why, why are they not saying anything? Why are they not like, they didn't even listen to my song or they didn't even, but they say they're like some of my, like, you know, people rooting for me and blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. Even family. Um, so I'll tend to really look at that and I just can't do that anymore because you'll just go mad if you mm-hmm. do that. So if I could tell my younger self that, it would be that because I feel like she was always seeking validation from the wrong people who don't even like themselves, honestly. I mean, I'm sure some of them do, but a lot of them I know because they've said it to me are like, I'm not even happy with where I'm at in life. So why would I think they would even be like happy for me? Exactly. Wow. You've said so many things today that are wildly powerful. 
Thank you. Like so like on the nose that like I can relate to and also just like really like wise. Like how the fuck do you learn any of this shit? Uh, my name means <laughs> wisdom. So hopefully that's, you know, that's like my parents were always like, her name means wisdom. Like growing up, they would always tell me this. You do um, seem wise so- as shit. So this makes sense. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> And then uh, the final question, if you were standing in a podium and you can tell the entire world anything, what would you tell them? You are enough. Oh my Um, God, I'm going to (laughs) weep. Yeah, you are enough. You are deserving of love. You are deserving of being listened to, of support. Oh my God. And yeah, you deserve to be in that room, in that job, in that relationship, at that table. Um, no time for imposter syndrome, you know, you got this. Everybody take a page from her book. I feel like if everybody tried a little bit to be like you, uh, the world would be a better place. (laughs) God, I don't know about that. We'd all be like, just a little, little fucked up, but thank you for saying that. But we'd be divas. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, just be a world of like chaotic, just like no one's dating anyone. Everyone's just like, no, it's fine. (laughs) Like, no, I'm good. I got it. (laughs) Like love is just like dead and stuff. It's like platonic love is like blooming. Yeah. The best thing ever. That sounds fun. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. I mean, as long as I can come at the end of the day, we're good. Exactly. (laughs) Or at the start, whatever have, whatever floats your boat. Whatever works for you. Uh, and one more time, where can everybody follow you on Instagram? Find your music, hit them with it. All right. Um, so on Instagram, you can find me at Fia Zagopoulos. It's a long name. Hopefully. I had no idea that's how you said your last name. Yeah, it'll be tagged in there. I mean, it's kind of like the Americanized version of how I say it. Um, Got it. How do you actually say it? It's like Zagopoulos, like literally, oh. but I'm not going to add this like intense Greek. Yeah, right. To it. Got you. Um. So yeah, you can find me there and then Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, whatever the hell, Fia Z, mm-hmm. makes it nice and simple. Mm-hmm. Um, but on my Instagram, you'll be able to find like the links to my classes and then my music as well. Beautiful. Thank you for coming on my show. I hope Thank you had a good time. <laughs> this was so fun. Oh my God. Yay. I'm so excited. Um, I loved having you on. Definitely go check out her music. It's fucking incredible. If you just can't get enough of me, come join my Patreon, patreon.com slash littlebabykates. If you aren't already, follow me everywhere at littlebabykates. And, you know, if you were just so nice, please go to my iTunes, leave a five-star review, leave a comment, tell me your favorite thing about the show and tell me your favorite thing about yourself because we're all about self-love. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Oh, yes. And you know what I think I'm going to do? I think I'm going to see you again next Tuesday. Go out, be the best person you can be, and suck as much dick as you possibly can. Bye, y'all.